finish our service this morning, but it's been an amazing morning just to see so many different people from different backgrounds, whether they're young or whether they're old. It's, it's wonderful just to see how Jesus comes into our lives. It doesn't matter, matter if, you're, if you're a young teenager or if you're, you know, older in life experience. You see, Jesus loves every single one of us with an unconditional love. He really does. And, you know, today you may be here for the first time and we really want to offer you a warm welcome into this family. We really do. We would love to see you come again. We would love to see you make this place your home like so many other people have done. But, you know, I want to say this to you this morning and I want to I leave this with you. If this is your first time here or if you've just been here a few times, you know, it may have been your third time or your fourth time here. I want to just leave a few thoughts before we close this service this morning with you. And it's all about Jesus. You see, Jesus isn't just a person that existed once back there in the distant past. He isn't just somebody that, you know, existed like other people in history. Jesus is actually alive. He really is. And he loves every single one of us. I remember growing up, hearing about Jesus. And when I heard that word, lots of different pictures came into my mind. Firstly, I was afraid of Jesus. I was afraid because, you know, I'd done a lot of wrong things in my life. It came natural. It really did. I had a gift inside for getting it wrong, for doing the wrong thing, for making the wrong choices. If anybody was going to go down the wrong road in life, I was at the front of the queue, whether that was in school whether that was doing things outside of the home that my parents didn't know anything about, I was the prime candidate to be at the front of the queue for getting things wrong, for doing wrong. Living in Northern Ireland, growing up in Northern Ireland, I'm telling you now, as a teenager, it was a wonderful playground for somebody like me. It really was. And I, I heard all of these things about Jesus. And when I heard about him, the first thing that rose up inside me was fear. I don't think God would want anything to do with me because I know exactly what kind of person I've been. I've got evidence to prove that God wouldn't want anything to do with a person like me because I've got a past like a row of bombed houses. Why would God be interested in a person like me because I've done so much wrong? Even at 15 years of age... I had enough evidence in my experiences of life to say God would be ashamed of somebody like me. And yet one day somebody said to me, do you know what? Actually, Dave, you've got it all wrong. God is not angry with you. God is not rejecting you or pushing you away. God is not, you know, ashamed of you or distancing distancing himself from you. Actually, God, in Christ Jesus, loves you. He can see that you're at the front of the queue for getting everything wrong, for making the wrong choices, for going down the wrong roads in life, for doing things that you shouldn't do and being involved in things that you shouldn't be involved in. He knows 
the tendency and the nature that you have inside that's driving you away from him and he wants to help. That was the first surprise, the greatest surprise really, that I had in my life at 15 years of age. And I want to say to you today, you might not, you know, be used to an environment like this, singing and shouting and us getting all excited. We understand that completely. I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, I didn't understand it when I first came into a church like this. But what we want you to know is this. Jesus loves you. He's alive. And he wants to hold your hand, actually. He wants to and has already made a commitment to you that you might not know about. And this is the commitment. If you'll take him up on it, this is the promise he makes to you today. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. No matter what you go through in life, no matter what life brings your way, no matter how unpredictable it gets, if you'll allow me in, I'll stay with you through thick and thin. I'll go through the darkest night. I'll, I'll rejoice and laugh with you on your mountaintops when you're at your peak. And I'll also be down there when everybody has left you, when nobody wants to be with you and you're down in a dark valley. In fact, there was a man in the Bible that was living in a pit. He'd been thrown there. Nobody wanted to do anything with him. And everybody walked past him while he was in his pit. And the Bible says this about that man who was living in a hell hole. It says, I cried to the Lord. He answered me. He came down into my pit and he lifted me out of the pit and put my feet on a solid rock. You may be in a pit today. You may have circumstances all around your life that you've got no control over. People have left you. People have said nothing good will come out of your life. Nothing good will come out, out of you because of what you've done and, and who you are. There's one person in the universe that believes in you. His name is Jesus. That's why he's such a loving savior. That is why every Sunday we just go ballistic because he saved dirty, rotten scoundrels like me, my friends. And he's come into our lives. He's held our hands and he's walking down the road of life with us. Amen. It's the, it's the truth. You just come as you are. You can't clean yourself up. I tried to clean myself up as a 15-year-old kid. I was getting worse by the minute. Couldn't do anything about this power inside me that I had no control over. And yet, a man said, listen, Dave. I heard this guy talking. And he said, Dave, he said, it's this simple. It doesn't get any harder than this. All you do is call on the name of the Lord. You shall be saved. That's what he said. He said, make one call his way. And suddenly you'll find his loving arms surrounding you. Suddenly you'll find a peace that you've been looking for. That you cannot find anywhere else. Call on the name of the Lord. And you shall be saved. That simply means this. Jesus, a heart cry. A distress signal from your heart to God. Jesus I believe in you today. I accept you today. Will you save me? And suddenly you'll find him come rushing into the void, to the empty place, the empty space inside. He'll bring peace. He'll bring comfort. 
He'll bring everything that you've been looking for. Now, my question is this. Is there one person here today that wants to pray a prayer with me? This is a very important moment. This is the most important moment of your life. It really is. Because it represents a brand new beginning. A brand new start where you get all of your sins wiped out, forgiven, ended. The moment that you acknowledge that you need Jesus, not a man, but Jesus Christ in your life, the God-man, Christ Jesus, the moment that you acknowledge that you need him, suddenly all of your sins and all of that ugly stuff that you're walking about with, it gets cut from you and you become brand new. That is the good news of the gospel. That is the wonderful, wonderful good news that we have to deliver and to give to you like it was given to me. And I'm going to give you an opportunity right now to ask Jesus into your heart. Would, could, we, could we just close our eyes just in this moment and think about those who are just maybe going to make a commitment today for the first time asking Jesus into their hearts. Church, let's pray for those that are around us quietly. Maybe this morning you want to pray with me. I want to pray with you. I'm telling you now, Jesus is real. And if you pray quietly, not, you know, get up on the stage like, like I'm speaking to you now and publicly say something. I'm talking about a quiet cry, a quiet prayer in your heart right now with me. It will change your life forever. Because what you're saying is this, Jesus, do you know what? Just like these 15 other people here this morning, I'm handing control over to you. I'm going to pray, and I want you to join me quietly in your heart to do that. Say this right now. If you want to ask Jesus Christ into your heart, he's not asking you to make any big grand promise but he's making all of the promises to you. He's making promise after promise after promise, commitment after commitment after commitment, which he will be able to deliver on. He's not asking you to make any grand promise to him. All he's asking you to do is to pray, is to say, Jesus, I believe. I believe. Pray this with me right now, quietly in your heart. Jesus, I call on your name today. I believe that you died for me. I believe that you're alive. Forgive me for all of my sins that I've done. I believe that you are my Savior. <laughs>